She's <laughs> here. Hi. 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 Lang ko lang lai. Sam ko. Sam ko lang lai. Oh yeah. See, that's why I like you guys. You guys are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, Takaho is the Outcast the Podcast. And yes, today we have a very special guest. And we'd like to introduce her. But before that, we got some presents from her. Oh, yes. We want to thank Subtle Asian Baking for giving us this amazing book. Amazing. All, All the yummy. recipes that make us feel like home. Mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Did you Have you made anything yet for me? No, I wish I wish I would. I, I one day I'll sit down. Yeah. Buy all the ingredients I need. Yes, we need to buy all the ingredients. We need that would be amazing. Yes. First thing I'm gonna make is polo pow pineapple mm. one. I mean, just like you can't buy anywhere here in Look Florida, so I wanna make it. This is I buy like sourdough or something. Like dough. This is Kong Yun, mm-hmm. but matcha. Wow. That's delicious. That looks amazing. Almost like lava, lava, lava cake, but like pongyun. Oh, delicious. And then there's polo pao also, yeah. And then there's tan kat. Oh, egg tart, baby. That's delicious. He has like some ube flavored stuff too. Like, yeah. This is the ube one. And it's like such a general, like Asian. Cuisine, mm, not just mm-hmm. one specific cuisine, you know. So like okay. a lot of like good fusion ones too. Yes, and it's on Amazon, guys. So if you're missing home and you need some recipe inspiration, get your books, go. baby. Get your recipes because it's just like it's right there. You just read it. I know people are like, oh, you can just Google it. But then when you Google it, you got to like scroll all the way down. And then it's like you got to like, you know, it's I annoying. Know. Here, all like, the ads right and here. blogs. Why do people why do people add all of this stuff? Yeah, I just, I just like want the measure. Yeah. Story. I know. Right. And then sometimes not even that good. Like it's like we don't read if you can't tell. Yes. So um, here you can see from their Instagram even okay yeah and fire so you can watch videos on how to make it too oh yes and it's such a nice book too nice cover it's so pretty it's like to put something like on your on the you know for the table the table for the guests to look at it's like that type of book it's so nice i must say we'll have the link below Mm -hmm. you know bake bakery baking stuff for you know, people that have birthdays or like... Yeah, I feel like baked good is just, it's such a good present to give, you know? It's like heartfelt yeah, and meaningful. Heartfelt. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking like, Asians... oh, what about a cookbook? But it's just like cooking for people like uh, as a birthday, not not a lot, like, not really a, a thing, you know, like it, it might, for a friend maybe, you know what I mean? Like it's better baked goods. 
Yeah. yeah. And like for Asian, the way, the way to reach the heart is to reach the stomach. So now we're going to actually hear more from her, her story and where she came from. Yes, welcome, welcome, Kat! Kat. <laughs> Yay! She's here! Hi! Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Samgo. 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 Oh, yeah. See, that's why I like you guys. You guys are so funny. You. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you're the so cutest nice. ever. I love watching your videos. It brings me so much joy, girls. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we have Kat here, finally. And um, we could start with maybe you introduce yourself. Um, and maybe also introduce subtle Asian baking. Yeah, sure. So hi, everyone. My name is Kat Liu. I am the founder of Subtle Asian Baking, a little baby that was born in COVID um, in 2020. So it's a group all about baking the Asian way. It's very exciting mm-hmm. for me because I love food and food brought me so much comfort, right? So during COVID, I, I made this decision to like really pursue my dreams, right, and be happy. Um, a lot of things happened during then. So yeah. I've been a physical therapist for 13 years. And mm. I've been very burned out from healthcare. Then also my father unfortunately passed away in 2020. And that was when I built the group. And I realized mm. I was like, you know what? Um, I think it's time for me to start dreaming a little bit harder and just, you know, do something for myself, maybe jump away from healthcare. And now I carry, you know, my dreams, my dad's dreams, my grandparents' dreams on my shoulder. So Subtle Baking is a hobby, but it's also a, a really huge part of my life now. It's all about, you know, building the love for Asian cuisine and appreciation for Asian cuisine and flavors and Asian baking. So I'm very proud to be here and very happy to talk about it. I could talk all day about it. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, like just flipping through the book, like I felt a lot of like your love and dedication putting into like the recipes and everything. I mean, so. like, food is love, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. And that's that's what we were saying. We're like, you know, like, baking good, good baked goods is like a good presence to give to people because that's like, it's Asian ways of, of reaching people's hearts. Sweet. Yes. This is the book of love. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love it. So what is your goal? Like, I know you started it as like, um, you know, like a, a passion project and then you have like this big dream with um, Asian, subtle Asian baking. But what, do you have like a goal? Because we get asked that a lot, like on our podcast, we're like, oh, what's your goal? And um, we're curious. When you're like, enjoying, I bet you're enjoying what you're doing, right? You like baking. That's... Oh, yeah. I mean, like I, I just made something for myself today. <gasps> what is that? <laughs> Ube best cheesecake. I love baking. I love cooking. I've done it all my life. Cooking, I've done all my life. Baking is relatively mm-hmm. new since 2018. Um, the loftier goal would be to build something as big as like King Arthur baking or like Feed Feed baking or Food 52. It's a little hard because there, there's a, you know, you, you need funding for all of that. And so um, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of gatekeeping on top too. Like people will say Asian baking still not there. It's not it's too niche. It's not broad enough for like American audiences. And some people will say like, I've never been to an Asian bakery. What is that? You know, is this something you created in 2020? So I've gotten a lot of pushback, but I'm sure like, you know, eventually we'll get there. You, you've seen so many Asian bakeries popping up, right? Like, and the flavors and so many new cookbooks yes. out there all about Asian baking. So that's a loftier, more ambitious goal down the line. Um, But, you know, just right now, just amplifying voices like mine, you know, having 
Asian experts who are experts of Asian cuisine, you know, writing more books that is all about Asian baking and cooking and things like that. So all in all, I, I guess it's to build towards the goal of representation matters mm. and amplification of our voices and things like that. So that's the short-term goal. And then of course, just to share recipes, because again, food is love and just being able to share my food to so many people, such a broad audience. So like my following is around 400,000 among all of the social media, but my reach is in the millions. Yeah. So monthly reach is like five to 10 million. Um, It it fluctuates because of the algorithm, right? But like just to show off our food so that there's less of a yucking of our yum is Mm. a great, you know, just short-term goal right now. Yeah, I I think the first time we've uh, maybe YouTube, but like we've heard of you is in that Facebook group, like Subtle Asian Baking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that where you started, like a, a Facebook group or just like local um, community, or how did you start it? Is that yeah, like a it's... thing, like Subtle Asian? Like that's like a whole community, Subtle Asian. Yeah. So Subtle Asian traits was the yeah. mother community yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the memes and all the cultural fun things and sometimes they share recipes but not so much and then they they branched out so we're not all under one family but we're under one name so we're mm. all called like offshoots and we're all friendly with each other right mm. i wish we were even more connected it would be great like i would love to join the subtle asian traits team and be a part of that too and then build upon it so that we mm-hmm. could do more good and fundraising collabs, charities, yeah. collabs. Right. yeah i would love that um, but so in 2020, I saw that there wasn't a subtle Asian baking for all the baked goods that you guys love, bola bottle, tan tat, and all of that. So I was like, let's just make it. Yes. Let's just make that Facebook group. And it sort of just blew up from there. Oh, that's yeah. so, it is genius. It's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. I grew up like, we grew up with Asian bakery all around us. And we didn't even learn or appreciate it until we got to America, like where there's none of them. <laughs> yeah, or even or even just the idea of making it because yeah. we just we just get to buy them like down the street. And yeah. like, I guess because we don't make them, it's hard. We don't really know like the effort putting into that. Like Exactly. So you said it really right. <laughs> Oh, See, I watch, you, I watch your stuff okay I watch your stuff so um, and like when I moved from New York City to Renton Washington there's only one bakery around me that's Asian and I'm just so sad because same as you I used to be on 86th street in Brooklyn walking out there were Asian bakeries and now I have to drive everywhere just to get a milk bread or a dantat or things like that so I feel you I was I wish I, I loved the Asian bakeries more and appreciated them more, but I do now. So, you know, mm. it's never too late. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's like kind of a flip now because back then, the only thing I would bake is like what cupcakes or banana bread, brownies, like American stuff. <laughs> yeah, American yeah, yeah. stuff. And now it's like a switch. It's like I gotta like try to make subtle Asian baking stuff because they come in boxes and it's so easy to make. That's true. <laughs> Let's pour, just add water. Yes, add water. Or egg, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine a polo, but I'll just add water. So nice. <laughs> Wait, we can make that. We can start that. <laughs> yes. That'd be great. Yes. That would be great. Oh. <laughs> I would buy all of them. Oh my god. Seeing them next to the brownie mixes. Yes. Everything. Amazing. Ube. Oh, so good. Do you have a a favorite recipe? A favorite and why? 
Yeah. So if you want to do really easy, one of my favorites is the best cheesecake that I showed you guys earlier. So all you do is you blend all the ingredients in a blender and then you pour it into a pan and you bake it at really high degrees so that the top is burnt. It tastes like a flan on the top. And the inside is like super, super creamy. So this is like my favorite easy go-to fusion recipe. So any type of like Asian inspired batch cheesecake. Um, if you want to go a little harder, so my absolute favorite um, recipe would have to be the Japanese cheesecake because it took me a long time to perfect it. And I love the cottony texture of it. So that would be my absolute favorite, but it is a little bit harder to make. There you go, guys. Both of them so sound so good. They're both cheese. Oh, to see the best. We have like um, a previous guest that was also like, um, well, she was going the direction of like vegan baked goods. And I guess oh, yeah. one question we had for you is, do you have like advice for those who are aspiring to be bakers or even in within the Asian like baking community words yeah. of inspiration? Yeah. So I have no business advice in terms of like becoming an owner of a bakery or like someone working in a restaurant. I have no advice for that because I've never done it myself. So I don't own, you know, restaurant business. I've never worked in a bakery. I've never worked in the food industry. I can only say in terms of like food writing, which is a complete jump for me. I went from, you know, being a physical therapist for 13 years to now becoming a writer in food. I would just say like, you know, you have to read up on it. So like, even if you're a beginning baker, you just have to practice or like, you know, read up some recipes and learn your ratios. Like baking is all about science. So it's different from, from cooking. Cause when you're cooking, like when I wrote this cookbook, I realized that baking cookbooks are a lot harder to write than a, a cooking cookbook. So you just um, need to learn the science behind the baking. If you want to really become a baker, right. And then you need to practice your hand skills, like piping mm, things mm, mm, and um, putting buttercream over a cake and things like that. That's all practice. I can't make croissants. Like for me, that's that's like the next thing that I want to try mm -hmm. because layering the butter and doing those layers is like scary for me. But I think everything just takes practice. So don't have that fear. Go on in and just do it because that's how you begin the first step like like you guys the first things I, I was baking was banana bread and then I moved on to milk bread and then I did cupcakes and I moved on to my Japanese cheesecake so like don't have that fear pull you back and just do it even if you don't have like a culinary background yeah. right just just make that leap of faith and practice and do make some recipes and if you want to be in food writing I mean I I would say you have you would have to get your experience in so try to be a guest writer for places like Epicurious or The Kitchen or Bon Appetit Mag magazine, things like that. Um, I'm doing my CLMD right now in food writing. So I'm working for a tasting table. Pay is not th that great, but then I get a lot of experience in. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, I could tell everyone like I'm a full-fledged food writer two y years into, you know, jumping from physical therapy to food. So yeah, I'm, that's crazy. Yeah, you just have to do it. <laughs> that's a big jump. I love it. I mean, wasn't that scary? Was it scary for you to big, do that, like, jump or, like, let go of that big career and then coming into this Yeah, I project? mean, okay. being an influencer, a content creator, and owning the group, like, there's not a lot of profit in it. Even the book, yeah. there's not a lot of profit because I do so much, like, charity work and I give back so much to the community. So the biggest scary thing was not getting a stable paycheck and not having benefits. 
Right, Luckily, right. I have a husband, so I, I do have an edge up there because he works, you know, and I make him work harder. I'm like, did you get that raise? <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, but now I'm I'm fully able to self-sustain. Like I, I've been able to um, subsidize my own salary. You know, I do things on the side. I have income from the book. I have income from food writing. I have some brand deals. So like now it's like I'm uh, making as much as I would if I were doing part-time physical therapy, which is not a lot, Ooh, but like I said, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a big step because you're, you're working on your own and for, for yourself. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Did the you, thing did you do part-time like before letting go completely or did you like, completely yeah, I did. Go? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I moved to part-time physical therapy and then that was still during COVID and everything was done online mm-hmm. through Zoom. So I did like, you know, yeah. did, did my PT work, did homeschooling and then wrote the book at nighttime and things like that so it was tough and then I I realized like so this is a big step for me because July is when I need to renew my physical therapy license in Washington state and I've decided not to I'm I'm gonna let that go yeah for now commitment to Asian baking yeah and writing and food writing and cookbook writing everything oh that's amazing and i I love that i love that like you know you had a plan you're like okay i'm gonna do part-time first and like you know like go a little bit and halfway through like you know because i mean for us it's our podcast you know like we have daytime jobs and you know like we do it because we 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 have fun with it you know and it's like we don't want to stress ourselves out but at the same time we do want it to grow yeah yeah so we're just like you know kind of like uh getting really tired like what you said like at nighttime work on it and like or, or, or yeah. I would wake up earlier to do stuff yeah so. even before this like I was just ranting about how like work is being annoying I was like oh like I have to work past five and but yeah it's just like the little, little things and but, but then maybe one day you know it will be like maybe we're earning more like enough to be like to just yeah. let go of that one day who knows? who knows that's a dream that's her that I feel would like I did 13 years as a physical therapist and I've saved up money and I have like, you know, I, I do stocks on the side as well too, you know. Um, but I would say that if you're fully passionate about something, it, it has to be either it's a hobby or it's something that you're fully committed to. So if you watch Shark Tank, that's exactly what the shark would tell you, you know, like you can't have a side hustle business and then a full-time job because you'll mm. never be able to grow mm. side hustle business. right so I feel that way too like now I'm fully committed to my writing food writing career but I wouldn't say I'm fully committed to my content creation you know career because content creation like you guys know Instagram no longer pays for any reels so like I could have a reel that many of my reels two million views but I'm paid nothing yeah it doesn't translate and you don't always get brand deals and then brands will come back and say oh I'll give you samples we'll give you like but how do I eat with an air fryer oh okay yes I can eat with an air fryer but how do (laughs) I pay pay for your food yeah (laughs) yeah so it's it's a it's a juggle and a struggle you know you have to balance what you need like I totally see that stability is really important so if you don't have that stability you really can't grow something that you want so yeah I said I have thankfully a really supportive husband I have like money saved up so and I had grants too. So Facebook actually gave us like this huge grant. I, I got a huge grant from Pinterest, all for Subtilation Baking. And that's how I, I was able to sustain myself the last two years. That's amazing. Too. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like starting this thing, being a social media manager, like managing all the other stuff, like that's yeah. a lot of work. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. luckily, like I have her, we're both like together, we manage the page together. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, we have the job, but like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's a lot of work. A little bit more stressful too. Like it's just like, oh, you posted this. I re- I, I posted it twice. It's like, oh my god. It's like, Sometimes we share on the story like the same thing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But no, like, but besides the point. Like you have big responsibilities. Asian baking. That's a huge niche, in my opinion. I feel like you know, like people saying it's not a big enough niche. I feel like it's a huge niche. Like it really is. It should be as big as British baking. It should be as big as American baking. Not too sweet should be like all over the world. You know, like it's. I don't want to gatekeep this. You know, I want people to like bring ube goodies. I want people to bring pendant goodies to school and everyone be like, this is my boba crepe cake, you know, things like that. I want that. That should be the future. (laughs) That's true. I have have a question, important question for me. Do you like durian? I how did I know you were gonna go get to durian? I am absolutely in love with durian. I love durian (laughs) with like this high passion. I could eat durian anything, like anything. Except when it's warm, it's not as good. When it's cold, I feel like it's better. When it's warm, Mm -hmm. then it's a little mushy and the flavor gets a little pungent. But when it's cold, perfect ice cream, moon cake. It's mostly in cold desserts anyway, right? It has to be. The actually I had sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I was gonna say I've had durian pizza. Oof. A durian pizza? Where in in, in America? In Macau, yeah. In no, Macau, Macau, okay, okay. Yeah. It's a thing. It is a thing, and, and honestly, I, I did like it. I, okay. I it's almost really like, like cheese. It. If you think about it, you know, like cheese and durian, like yeah. durian maybe just has like an ending of a sweet smell. You know, like yeah. it's like a little bit to that point because it's stinky but it's yummy. You know what I mean? But in my opinion, it doesn't stink. It's, for me, it just smells strong. It's so yeah, it's strong. it is a strong smell. Yeah, it's yeah. a flower smell. Yeah, and I people feel are like it's a flower. Stinks, but it's like no, it's just strong. <laughs> and then, but then I feel like a lot of people that don't like durian after trying is because they had a bad one. Like it's not cold. You know what I mean? And right. Like, and they didn't so try the try durian. Again. Yeah. Or yeah. they hated it already. They're like, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. And mostly men. Men don't like durian. <laughs> They like right. act like it's like a big deal. Like, yeah, it smells like it's shit. It's like, shut up. Like, just cry. <laughs> oh my god. If you want my husband to divorce me, all I have to do is eat durian and say like, kiss me, honey, and then he'll like <laughs> run. My son likes durian though. He's, yes. he's open to it. He's young and he tried it young. He he's okay with it. He'll yes. say that smells like durian and he'll still eat it. Oh, so nice. You see, because I mean, you can imagine the people that first. Uh, had cheese they probably were like this smells I mean so gross. blue cheese is basically like you know it like it's so blue bad, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh this is just a fruit people <laughs> oh, oh yes I we went to when we were at New York City like the other a few weeks ago we had I had this like it's almost like a bowl of bao crunchy on the outside but like with durian like cream on the inside cream puff. It's a puff. yeah it was so good. Oh, oh my god. Now I'm making my mouth water. <laughs> yeah, we always do that. We always do this. So you're from you're from America? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so this is a story. I was born in Montreal, Canada. So and then we um came over by car when I was around two. My dad drove down from Montreal like ten hours. 
into Brooklyn and I've been in Brooklyn since for 30 plus years. And we just recently moved in 2017 from Brooklyn to the Seattle area. Oh, so cool. Nice. East but, <laughs> but you speak fluent Cantonese. Yes, yeah, so because of TVB. Oh, that's like my, our English. It's like uh, because <laughs> of TV, like because of the English TVB, you know, the, like American yeah, movies Street. and songs. Yeah. yeah, Elmo's World. Oh my God, Elmo's World after school every day. <laughs> you have a little bit of the English accent because I know a lot of my Hong Kong friends have that English accent. Oh, or like we spell mm-hmm. sometimes like with the oh my God before oh, yeah. we used to spell like with a U like cover with a U. Yeah, no. Sometimes I still do, or just just quite a few of them where I would like spell. Now I have to double check which is the American way. Now it's like it's American, and the dates. Oh my god, I forgot about the dates also. So oh, like, like yeah, the first lean. yeah you, lean yeah first is like that's how the, we do it. Here is day, month. No, here is month, month first. Month, day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here is mm-hmm. month first, right? And then Portuguese mm-hmm. and Chinese is month. It's no, wait, Portuguese is day first. For us in Macau, like the day is first. So it's the weirdest thing because like in Chinese it's month first. So it's like, but now it's the month first. Oh my God, I'm just like confusing myself even more. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to, to baking. Oh my God. Um, so you were saying, right, like you, um, the if you wanted to succeed in in asian baking you have to like fully commit to it and this period you decide to not renew your um your license right i had a question i'm so sorry sometimes like i always like i always take the conversation so far and then she forgets what she's saying but you're going to work like some people are just like you know don't even have it you know <laughs> yeah i mean like i spoke so much with my grandparents and my mom I, I have a thing for languages so like i could understand a lot of like mandarin i could speak it too not that well i try i try you know Yes. I really try and then um I love languages like I, when I watch K- Korean dramas I try to learn those words too and then anime you know, I know uh, some some Japanese and then I learned French for like many many years so I love yes. languages I'm not a polygot but I just love languages ah, I love it oh my god what I'm trying to remember like some Japanese word from anime like it's like Bakata, like ba- it's like baka. How do you say like you're stupid or something? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cute when they say it. Oh my god! I watch One Piece and then like I'm so in love with Chopper. It's like it's so cute. Like can, like there's just nothing like it. Oh my god! And then Yasmin is in love with um Attack on Titan. Yeah, I started anime with just like human eating. Monsters, or just... <laughs> that's your first one yeah that was Sailor my... Moon's my f- absolute favorite oh we grew up I grew up with Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon and, and Dragon Ball Z it's hilarious <laughs> the two of those oh, that's the classics it's the mm-hmm. classics yes. wow oh I remember my question did you want to open your own bakery so that's been a lifelong kind of dream especially since I was a child but I've become quite lazy so I like passive things that's a writer like I'm a writing, half, mm-hmm. yeah like I'm a half 
introvert, half extroverted, um, to think that I have to wake up really early to get the breads ready, you know, to, to manage all of the logistics. Um, and then with like the break-ins that's happening in Seattle, like it's, it's just worrying for me. Um, if it's something more passive, like maybe a baking mix or like, like you guys said, like use water and make a bowl about like that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm more into that now, like an online baking kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine one day in the supermarket, you see like, like a bowl about mix and you see like your name there dedicated, but you, oh my just God. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I have to give you guys royalties. It's your idea. <laughs> oh, stop. Just send us some free boxes, yo. <laughs> I love it. So cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, the bakery does sound like a lot of work. And you yeah, like you always see the bakery like open really early. Um, yeah and respect, like respect to those exactly and it's always gonna be like oh who is your clientele and stuff like that like obviously not everyone is gonna like find it appealing like it's like only people that knows like asian trades people you know or people that are open to try you know yeah. like some people, if you're closed-minded they're gonna be closed-minded and it's like they'll be like what is this and then your yeah. young reviews go stupid just because you know just because they don't understand the culture sometimes mm. and then I feel yeah. like even create creating stuff that people would have to buy like it's like you know they want it because they found it you know like it's like oh just add water yeah heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice I think the thing with like Asian food or Asian baking in general I feel like there's a lot that are probably unexplored too like think of like when I think of like cooking like so much kind of so many kind of seasoning kind of like uh herbs we use like it, I don't know like Thai dishes there's so many different types of seasoning but here's like mostly like garlic powder onion powder salt and pepper <laughs> you know and then I'm good you know no I know but, what you mean <laughs> yeah and and the way they just like um like uh, cook slow cook a lot of stuff and like using the juice of bones and just I feel like Asian we just have a lot so many different vari- varieties oh, yes. and probably in, in desserts as well when it's like Ah, it's a big range. Untapped potential. Yeah. Untapped. Yeah. From our experience being like Canto creators, like obviously like sometimes there are like negative feedbacks and negative comments or things. Know it all. <laughs> yes. Would they do that? Like, that's not how you do it. You oh bake it with, I don't know how much sugar. <laughs> yeah do you have those or like how do you if you do how do you deal with it well the negativity comes from many ends so there's a lot of like bullying and racism for one and then there's also like people who'll say that your stuff is not asian enough and then they'll try to correct you like oh you made an asian inspired horchata sorry no h horchata and then they'll say, that's not from Mexico. That's actually from Spain. And then I'll have to correct them and say, no, it's actually from North Africa. But this is the Mexican inspired one. So there's mm-hmm. just a lot of people who just get angry with whatever you do. It doesn't matter. Um, recently, I, I showed off a biryani um, from my oh. Indian neighbor who's from Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. And she's like as authentic as you can get with an yeah. Indian mother who cooks at home for her family. And then someone wrote an, a comment and said, like, that's not, you know, biryani. That's not how it's supposed oh to be God. made. There's always people who will give you feedback. When I made mochi, then people said, like, oh, that's not real mochi, you know. 
things like that. But you have to understand in Japan, what is called mochi is different from what the West calls mochi. The oh. West just attributes all of the glutinous type of rice cake yeah, type yeah. sticky thing as mochi, right? So um, I think just don't take it personal, but you're always going to get that negativity and that bullying. So you could either respond to it or you just ignore it. And right now, the best thing to do is just block people who are like bullying you or harassing you online because IG is not going to do a thing about it. Even when re- you report, like I reported someone who called me chink gook slit eye, all of those things. And they didn't delete their account. <laughs> they were like, you know, so you just have to block people now. No, yeah, for sure. It's like, especially like when they don't even deserve to see your like creations, you know, like yeah. if you don't like it, then just don't look. But no, they, have to, they have to comment, obviously. Just oh, it's free it. content. Why are you so mad at someone's I'm... free content? <laughs> yeah. Free so recipe. Uh, and and you're like just anonymous and, and they're usually following. not even a, an account it's like a bot account it's like yeah exactly just sometimes we're off. just like sometimes we would like leave those comments and be like yeah let them embarrass themselves because oh, and yeah then, or pin them yeah. <laughs> that would be layers pinning them. and even it's even nicer when like you're uh like fans or followers like actually support you when they see these comments I'm like oh I feel like that's the most wholesome thing. That's yeah, true. I think don't respond because like, you know what happened to Simu, Simulu and he responded to like a girl and posted her on stories. I mean, like literally just don't respond. Yeah. Let your team do it. Let let your fans and followers do it. You know, that's just true. just be own. neutral. <laughs> Unless you, you have something really witty. And sometimes I, I can't help but be a troll myself too. And then I, I have to step back. I'm like, oh my God, I've turned into this big, huge troll myself. <laughs> that's true. Same. I would go to my personal account and comment on my our like podcast as me because I was like, just so you know, it's just me, not yes mean, okay? It's just me trying to throw some attitude your way because just some people are just like, you know, they don't even read or check or whatever. They just they just comment just because. Like, one context, time, like someone yeah. commented on mine, like, what? Who would want to learn Chinese from someone that's not even Asian? Even look, yeah, not even Asian. I'm like, but you're fully Asian. I'm fully Asian, just not Cantonese <laughs> Asian, but still, like, I, I grew up in Macau, you know. So fair enough. It's still Cantonese, <laughs> <laughs> Filipino, Sri Lankan, still Asian, you know. Yeah, some right. people just some people think I'm Blasian, and I'm just like, yo. I am not trying to claim that title, you know, that's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not black, you know, I'm half Filipino, half Sri Lankan, yeah, so it's Asian, very Asian, yeah, but anyways, you'll still get it, and you're right, you just have to ignore it, because mm-hmm. you can't do anything, yeah, yeah, we usually ask, uh, like, okay, I, I know you already mentioned your favorite canto, I mean, your favorite dessert, yeah, 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 but um, what's your favorite Kanto dish? So I I, uh, I remember seeing that question, and yesterday I was going to recite it, and I was like, Sing Zhao Chao Mai, definitely. Oh, Sing Zhao Chao Mai. <laughs> I love Sing Chao Mai. So Singapore Chao, chao Mai Fun um, and dim sum. Ooh. Cantonese food. You know, it should be my last meal has to be Cantonese food. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, like, I think uh, one of the other episode we were talking about how like um the, i think the guest said like oh like in the future there would be less and less like dim sum chef or like because it because of how much i don't know art goes into it how much work and people now they just like like food quick 
not a lot and of I'm money. Like, oh, you so you don't sad. get a lot of money like being. Oh shy, yeah, that was another know, thing too. Opening a restaurant, anything on that, right? So it's gonna be a be lost business. art. So sad. <laughs> so your so, recipes are gonna be like the core that yes. keeps on going. You know. Yay! I do have dim sum in my next book, so I'm I'm very happy about that. Amazing! That's good. That's good. So that that's an important work you're doing. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> We're so happy to have you on. And uh, is there anything that you want to shout out, like that, yes. that you're doing and promoting Upcoming projects? people yes. the yeah, stage so. is yours oh thank you so you could check out our uh, instagram on subtleasian.baking or my personal at cat lou i also have a lot of recipes on modernasianbaking.com and i have my current book right now modern asian oh, it's hard to see modern asian baking at home there you go and then my second book will be coming out in 2024 it'll be all about asian cooking can't wait oh that's amazing. amazing all that work amazing check out her books guys yes i just i just can't wait one day we're gonna open a tv you know turn on tv and then maybe like a morning show for cooking show she's yeah. baking what yeah. what i'll be like that would be great oh i'll, I'll like <laughs> we have her on our podcast yeah. <laughs> I, I envision it girl i can envision it oh that's great okay that's i'm excited for you yeah honestly keep doing what you do like we really appreciate it yeah and just one day maybe when we get together we'll we'll bake like one of the one of the oh you know what we should do um i do that i did this with a other podcast we did like a bake-off if you guys are interested we could do a remote like live instagram kind of thing it'll be so fun yes that sounds actually really fun yeah yeah Yeah. how does that work bake-off so um i'll send you the i'll send you guys the link to the the video i did it with um probably asian infatuation and worst asian podcast and we did like a live four-way instagram Whoa. where you guys would bake live and then i i'd be the judge <laughs> it was so, so cool. fun oh. it was hilarious <laughs> September, we'll she might easy. come she might come to florida so, so we, we might like do it like we could do September? like you know yeah 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 okay let me put that down so i'll choose like three other people two other people Okay. So it'll, be, it'll be a four-way like live instagram it'll be a lot of fun okay oh, yes, yes, yes. okay okay that sounds cool all right i love it stay tuned people <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you ladies awesome. thank you, bye bye